Left my shades today. Dang. You still look good. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Now I'll be okay. Okay. You got the cake off your face, though? I did. Got it out of my ears, and it was, luckily, it tasted decently, so it wasn't too bad. Had some fun with it. You're telling us uh, before camp started just about how you're very cautious with your mechanics because you didn't want to overcompensate while coming back from the injury. When you reflect on anything with the shoulder and you like to throw a lot going into camp, was there anything as far as throwing too much, overcompensating, or is this just something that you didn't want to happen and just happened? I think it's just something that I didn't didn't want to happen that just happened. Uh, um, I don't know necessarily if I warmed up properly before I made a certain throw on one of the days, um, but I think it's just something, as we said, it's just do, taking the precautions, uh, felt a little soreness and tightness and didn't want to necessarily work through it and make something small worse and bigger than it has to be. Was it that long throw that you made, that, that deep throw? Uh, potentially. Um, I, don't, I don't think it was a throw that you guys necessarily saw, though. Oh, okay. It wasn't one of the Hail Mary ones? Nah. But you going to stop doing that? Uh, yeah, for the most part. We're, we're going to be up in game, so we don't have to do that for the most part. But, yeah, no, it was just, a, as I said, a practice, doing a drill, and, as I said, wasn't as warmed as I probably needed to be um, before doing that. What do you think you'll be right now? I mean, just, I mean, you were disappointed, obviously, all the talk of coming back and being on the practice field and you know, coming from an ankle injury and yeah. four days in the camp, you're out. Yeah, I mean, obviously a little bummed about it, but I'm still being active. I'm still seeing the defense, still being a part of everything. Um, so it's not like, obviously, anything that the ankle was. Uh, and I know I'll be fine. I know I'm doing the treatment just came from that, doing everything necessary to make sure that uh, I'll, be, I'll be just fine. So I'm not ne- worried about that, and it's not anything I worry about lingering or causing problems. So um, not, not even near the same aspect of the ankle deal and uh, the time that I had to, to take from that. When do you anticipate throwing again, and what do you need to feel or not feel, I guess, to, to kind of resume that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'll take it day by day, continue to do the treatments and everything I'm doing. Uh, early morning, late nights, doing everything I need to uh, and, and stretching and doing everything proper that I want to get it to where I want to feel. Um, and obviously just a little less tightness than, than it has. And um, if, if it's in two days or if it's in a couple of days, then I'll get back to throwing and I'm sure I'll just take it slow as I do that. Um, but I think it's, as I said, it's not, it's making a deep throw or, or an aggressive throw at the moment right now that I don't necessarily want to risk it. We haven't necessarily had those conversations. Um, um, no, as I said, not necessarily. I mean, I don't, I don't think so anyways. Uh, as I said, I can, I'll think I'll get better and continue to, to treat it the way that I need to that. Um, yeah. When it's time to, to play and get some reps before it really counts, I'll be just fine to do that. You think a pitch count will be something in your future when you do come back? Uh, potentially. I mean, uh, maybe the first couple of days as I get back. But then, um, as I said, I'll, I'll do everything that I need to to make sure that this thing doesn't linger and it's not a, not a problem after this. Uh, so, as I said, I, it's not really a big concern for me. It's just something that I want to uh, do everything that I need to to make sure it doesn't get worse. Like even, when you've been working with Britt, even between like times on the resistance bands, you're watching the drills, you seem pretty focused. What's the key to maximizing the mental reps when you can't be out there physically? Yeah, I mean, when, when I was working with Britt, I've still got the helmet on, so I'm still getting the play calls or whatever they're doing, uh, trying to see the defense. Obviously, it's from the back view at that point, but uh, seeing what the quarterback did, and then obviously it's going back and watching film and still doing all the film studies and making sure that, that I'm focused and getting all those mental reps, uh, taking every walkthrough rep, taking um, everything, 
um, taking all the steps that I need to to make sure that, that my mind is focused, my mind is sharp. I'm seeing the defense, uh, and I'm making up for, for all the time missed mentally. Is it common to have maybe a little soreness and this just felt a little worse, or, or did this feel like something new? I just never really have felt soreness in my arm, to be honest with you. Uh, so, I mean, I guess you can say it's new, but um, I guess when I had a 28th birthday yesterday, you know, you get a little older and you've got to do, you got to change up, change up the way you do things. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Not, not in this position by any means. Uh, but no, I mean, as I said, it's probably should have did a better warm up than I did on that day. And um, yeah, it's not, it's not a big concern to me at all. You had the presence of mind to throw the cake with the left hand. Yeah, awareness. <laughs> Um, potentially, I mean, and also, I guess we can go back and say that a lot before my ink was really there, you know, I threw a lot of, a lot of times from just sitting down. So maybe some of those, you know, uh, put some stress on my arm that I didn't necessarily have to. So I think it's important, as I said, just to, to do everything I can to get it back. And then once I get it back, use my legs more, get the mechanics going right, making sure everything's in sync and, um, I'll be fine. I didn't check them. I didn't check them, but I know that I, I should have been topped. I should have been at the top of the list. What kind of treatment are you getting on, on the shoulder? Uh, everything, honestly. Um, it's, it's not fair to, to sit here and um, talk about all the different treatments and everything I'm doing, but anything that's available, trust me, I'm doing it. You started your career by getting unexpectedly way more reps than you were anticipating. What is that, you know, Garrett, Ben, Cooper, what, what could that potentially mean for them to have that much more work? Yeah, it's going to make them better. It's going to make this team better. Um, obviously, I don't want to imagine myself being out and not, not um, getting all the reps and doing everything that I can uh, to help this team. But I know that those guys getting in, I know those guys are going to continue to compete, continue to, to make each other better, continue to become better leaders uh, in case there's a time that they have to do that. I mean, obviously, last year happened, and, and that's realistic. Uh, and it just makes this team better when, the, when those guys have to get in there and get some good quality reps. We, talk, we talked with Dalton Schultz about some of the disguises the defense is showing, and he's like, there are new things the defense is showing us in practice. I'm going back and film trying to figure out what I can do. How is the defense looking differently from this year in training camp practice than your past few years? Oh, I mean, completely different. I mean, were there two different schemes from last year to this year, uh, and then even in the past when they ran a similar scheme to this, uh, they're doing a good job pre-snap of making a lot of things look similar and then post-snap making, you, making me think or making the quarterback and uh, the receivers trying to read the coverage think a little bit longer than, than they would like to. Uh, and that, that's the area that they want to play in, and it makes it tougher on, uh, tougher on any offense you're playing. And they're going to continue to get their communication right, continue to get their disguises the way that they want to. We're talking across the hallway, as we say, uh, helping them out and when something just looks more obvious than something else. And, uh, and they're giving us good keys on things that we're doing, and that's, that's part of training camp, and that's what it's about. But they're doing a really good job. Are you all on that the shoulder issue is going to be minor, or is there ever a moment where, even if it is your throwing shoulder, you were concerned? No, I mean, I, I, I wasn't. I was never really worried. I mean, honestly, probably the five to ten minutes before I even came out, I started thinking about it as like, I'm feeling, you know, as I said, I thought it was going to warm up and I was feeling the, the tightness or whatever. And um, as the competitor, you want to push through it and you want to, you know, just say uh, it's just a, a day that I feel different. But as I said, it's something I never felt. So at that point, I thought it was important to to share it uh, and do whatever was necessary to, to get it better. What you were feeling, was that something that if you were in a game that you would have pulled yourself out of the game? No, nah, I doubt it. Uh, yeah, I doubt it. But I know we're early. Uh, I know it's early in training camp and I know I'm. Obviously, trying to get to the season and get to the season healthy, and so that was the the main reason of it. But yeah, I doubt in a game um, that that happens. 
this was a regular season, you think you'd still be playing and going through this? Maybe? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I'd do whatever is necessary and take the steps that were needed to make sure that I was ready for uh, Sunday, if that's when it was, or Monday, or whenever the game would be. Um, I know I'd, I'd get myself there one way or another and, and be able to perform it the way that I want to. Yeah, I can tell about the two catches we saw from the second year guys yesterday. CD Lamb and Sean McHugh, the tight end at there. Yeah, yeah, those were impressive. I mean, CD continued to make play after play, catch after catch that 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 are jaw dropping. Uh, and looks like a bunch of uh, another eighty uh, people, another eighty eights, I guess, that wore that wore that number. Um, and then it's impressive. And then to see a guy like Sean come out there and finish the drill off that we needed a touchdown. That was a big time play by him, just bringing it in, getting the one knee down. Uh, those are huge plays, and guys continue to make that. Young guys making those plays is going to make the other guys step up. And uh, it's, it's just great to see that many playmakers and guys wanting the ball in their hands and doing special things like that when, it's, uh, when they're targeted. CD getting more work on the outside. Can you already see him getting more awareness and taking that next step? For sure. He's getting definitely way more comfortable from the first practice, uh, whether it's running – routes at a certain depth or uh, getting different releases. Um, and that's things that he did in college. So it's not like he's playing a completely different position. Um, he's a pure athlete and he's a hell of a receiver. But just to be able to see him move around and be outside a lot more than uh, inside right now, uh, it's special. And it's going to allow us to move him around and move other guys around. And uh, when we break the huddle, you're not going to necessarily know where any of the guys are lining up. As a leader, what drives you to remain engaged when you're rehabbing, you know, to wear the helmet? to shout across the field in support of Zeke or whomever it may be. What is that about for you? Well, yeah, I mean, I just want to be a part of it, honestly. Uh, and just knowing that, that that does a lot for those guys. Um, me being engaged, it does a lot for me. It allows me, as I said, to stay mentally sharp and, and see the things that I need to see. But uh, to continue to get those guys going, uh, help some other guys step up and be the leader. Uh, help some other guys step up and be vocal when I'm not there. Um, so, so when I can h- offer a hand at any point, I'm going to do that. Obviously... You're kind of focused day to day on training camp. When you have a birthday like yesterday, I mean, how much do you take a moment to reflect and be like, yeah, I want to be practicing when I'm 28 and not every day is promised? Like, how much were you thinking about sort of like the uh, I mean, there's probably certain moments of, of every day of my life at this point with just uh, saying everything that I've been through that, that I take a moment just um, to be grateful for where I'm at. Um, not, nothing is promised, and, and I realize that, and um, I'm thankful for. Uh, to, to turn 28 yesterday, and I'm thankful to be able to, to be out here and at, at training camp and doing what I love most, uh, p- playing with my teammates, um, something that I've been doing um, for, for a long time, uh, a, a long part of my life. Uh, and so it's just a blessing. It's something that I'll never take for granted, as I said, having fans uh, screaming me happy birthday and singing it time and time again. Um, it's something that will never get old, and I'm just uh, blessed to be able to spend my birthdays like this and uh, just getting to do what I love. It's pretty competitive, uh, and I think that was yesterday was when I started uh, feeling the tightness in my shoulder when I wasn't uh, dominating that. So uh, that's when I was really, you know, contemplating like what's going on. Uh, but I uh, know it really is, and Garrett uh, Garrett does a great job. Danucci, we're always messing with him and Cooper. Um, it's a lot of trash talk. It allows us to talk some trash amongst each other um, before, obviously, we continue continue on with practice and help each other out. Garrett says you created the rules. Of the game, like carry it over from the spring, or doesn't start back over. So he thinks you might still be in the lead, but if it's out here, if we're like, going back to the spring, I'm definitely in the lead. And then so you know, Garrett's a nice guy. So uh, when he's won, he's won a couple of these days, and I think that's just his way of buttering me up and trying not not to get me to flip that switch is by saying, "Oh, you're still in the lead. You're still in the lead." But I know exactly what he's doing. Uh, but if we go back to the spring, yeah, sure. But uh, he's got it right now at the beginning of training camp, and. I'm ready to, uh, to, to get this arm right so I can get back out there and uh, take the reins again.
How does Danucci handle the trash talk, and how would you describe his presence in the quarterback room when he's obviously in a very different place in his career than you or even Garrett and Cooper? Yeah, he has a great uh, ambiance and confidence about himself. Uh, I think that that's going to help him out in the long run. Um, he, he comes out here and he loves the game. He loves uh, competing. Um, obviously, he's not much of a, as good of a trash talker as I say I am, um, but he does a good job of keeping things fun. Uh, he's great in the film room, always engaged. Uh, and we've got, we've got a great, uh, great quarterback room. Ashley said he brings deep energy to the defense. That's yeah. what he wants to bring. So on the offensive side, who's bringing that juice and that energy for you guys? I'd say right now, uh, probably myself, um, but, but we have some guys. I mean, Lyell, uh, Lyell was getting going yesterday. Um, CD does it, obviously, just with his play and kind of just uh, his little shoulder shrugs he does when he makes plays. But um, a lot of the guys on offense aren't as vocal as maybe um, Bashan and some of those other guys on defense. But it's important for me to, to fire back, and that's just a part of the offense. Guys want to be locked in. Guys want to be focused, and you've got to understand that right now in install football. But once we get past these install stages, I'm sure guys will – We'll speak up a little bit uh, and fire some trash talk back. But it's all it's all fun and games, and it's making us better. Maybe coaches often talk about developing other coaches as the leader of this team. Do you try to develop other leaders? Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I've said it before. I think a good leader knows when to follow and knows when to put other people in charge. So that's something that I take a lot of pride in. And uh, whether it's calling offense up or whether it's um, telling a guy certain things to go tell somebody else, um, that's something I'm always conscious of. And just trying to uh, help my teammates out. And we've got so many great guys with, with great personalities that are, that are natural leaders that sometimes just need to be you know, slapped on the back and helped out a little bit. So it's important for me to do that when I can. When you're in the meeting rooms, have you gotten to the point to where you don't notice the cameras from hard knocks or not? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I know the fact that uh, the Cowboys are going to take care of us and get to look at some of these copies before they, <laughs> they get produced. Uh, I don't think much about it. Um, so, I mean, yeah, when you play in Dallas, I mean, camera's always around. Obviously, we've had the camera deal going on uh, my second year in the league. So, um, you just get used to it. It's just part of it. Uh, when you play for this organization, um, that, that comes with it. And you want to be great, you've got to understand the cameras and all that things. All those things are going to happen. So, it's something that I've embraced. And uh, we have fun, and we don't necessarily worry about it. As I said, they do their job, we do our job, and uh, we're getting along, and they're um, helping us out, staying out of the way. You mentioned trash, you mentioned trash talking. Uh, how did you develop that that skill, and uh, when did it start? Oh, when you're uh, the youngest of uh, three boys, um, you better you better pick it up, and you better pick it up quick. And not only just my brothers, but growing up with the friends that I that I have, um, I'm probably medium when it comes to the trash talking around my house and my friends. Whether it's dominoes, whether it's a little shooting contest, or no matter no matter what it would be. So I just say I'm a product of my, uh, of my environment. Zach Martin, what's the most impressive thing you've seen him do on a field? What doesn't he do that's impressive? Uh, maybe a couple of years ago, he, he was locked in, locked in on a block, and a good player hit a, hit a move on him, and Zach literally spun around and got back in front of the guy and continued on the block. And um, I don't know, man, that guy's impressive. That guy's a, he's a leader um, with everything that he does. He does things the right way. Um, and then we just obviously watch his play. Uh, he's he's the, the best there is in the business, and I'm uh, blessed just to have him up there protecting me. Right, Zeke's birthday guys. gift as good as the one you gave him. It was. Right? It was. Zeke had a great birthday gift, yeah. Uh, nice luggage bag, something that you all probably see me carrying to the away games. Uh, so, yeah, he, 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 had, he had a home run with that one for sure.